Good evening, everyone, and welcome to another fantastic night of Find the Mac Fuzz. I am your ever-faithful host, AJ. Greetings and salutations. So, uh, decent-sized show tonight. We're going to talk about Miss Marvel. Uh, Stranger Things up to episode five, I think, with Jamie, and I think she might leave and Karen and I might finish it. I'm not sure if we're going to hold off until the other two next week. Uh, then Obi-Wan and uh, Strange New Worlds, and let me bring Karen in. Good evening. Good evening, AJ. How are you? Good. How are you? Uh, I'm pretty good. Pretty good, thanks. That's good. Uh, the Met game conveniently ended just five minutes ago. It, re- it really did. <laughs> <laughs> I would have kept watching. Even if it hadn't, I would have kept watching it while we were on the podcast. So. I know, right? So now no multitasking, no distractions. Uh, good to be back back in California. Uh, and so, here is Jamie. I was just going to say I assume yeah, Jamie was watching, like, the final moments of Stranger Things. Hi, Jamie. No, I yeah. turned it off. Hi. I still had about halfway through. I figured I was going to keep watching and forget to call in if I didn't turn it off. What were you saying about being in California, though? I missed something. Oh, the Mets. The Mets were, the Mets were playing in. The Mets, oh, yeah. oh. the Mets were in California for... Ten games ever. I see. And and so the Met no. game just ended. Like the game just ended. Look, they're back from California. Well, they're in. They're back east now, and the game just ended five minutes ago. We were joking about how great it was that the game ended right before the podcast. Ah, uh, I see. All right. So I don't watch no, sports, uh, so <laughs> I'm just like uh-huh, I know. Uh-huh. I know, Jamie, but you also used to not watch Star Wars. You used to not watch old movies. Any movies that were like older yeah, than you but Star are, Wars like is good. You're not gonna, you're not gonna convince me. Sports is good unless it's like I'm, Pittsburgh. I don't watch it. I'm just saying. <laughs> Sorry, people change. People change. <laughs> I know. No, you're right. <laughs> yes, uh-huh. but I did like Star Wars. I just never got around to watching it. Once I watched it, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. but sports maybe not. All so right. Okay. All right, well, welcome. So, um, you want to do Miss Marvel first? Miss Marvel. Yeah. Yeah. Miss Marvel, want to do that first? Okay. Yep. yep. I did watch that. I watched it earlier today before I started Stranger Things again. Okay. What What did you think? Um, I liked it. I think it got, it took kind of long to get to, I guess, the main point of it in a way. I feel like it. that's a show that would have been better to be two episodes, like to at least see what happened after she got her powers. But other than that, I mean, I liked it. I thought it was pretty good. I mean, it's more, I think, geared towards the younger audience maybe than the other ones, but I liked it. I had never heard of her before I found out the show was coming, though. Um, I'm confused. Did, did she just take the name then because of Captain Marvel? Is that why she becomes Ms. Marvel? Yeah. Because she likes Captain Marvel? Pretty much. Then so she's like surprising. a fan of another superhero. I'm not sure that makes a lot of sense to me, but... Yeah, but yeah, I mean, it was that, it was good. It was cute. That surprised me also. So, uh, so I agree. I think it's geared for a bit of a younger audience, but it was still kind of enjoyable and fun. And she's very likable. Both the actress and the character are likable. And someone mm-hmm. mute your microphone. Someone. 
please. Not um, me. Uh, but that's much better, whatever that was going on. Um, but I'm also surprised. I assumed that that she was going to be somehow related to Captain Marvel the way, like, the way, like, when we watched Hawkeye, the, like, new Hawkeye, the young girl, like, she, okay, she's an admirer of Hawkeye, but she also had the same skill set, right, and models herself on him. And that when we see, like, when, like, She-Hulk or when Jean becomes Thor, they're all, like, related. And this is really just a fangirl who is going to be called, she doesn't even have any of the same powers, but... AJ, I want you to talk, and, and I don't know if you've read the comics and if you could tell us things that are different from the comic or we have to rely on what I read on the Internet. Um, well, it, there's a couple things. I mean, fans have been you – know, I'm, so, I'm just tired of people <laughs> in general. <laughs> like, okay. fans, fans, are the, fans are the worst because they can't just enjoy something without having to rip it apart. Um. Her powers on the show are very awesome. different than they are in the comics. Um, in the comics, she's actually a shapeshifter. Um, and to be honest, I don't like shapeshifters. And Kevin Feige was asked about it. And one of the reasons they changed her powers somewhat was because if you start having her be a shapeshifter, then you have to start having other actresses and actresses play the part, and she gets less screen time, so... I like the fact that she won't oh. be a shapeshifter. Um, that's one thing. She's more like she, – she, her powers in the comics, she's more like Mr. Fantastic, and I feel like with him just being around the corner, that could have something to do with it too, that they didn't want another a stretchy person beforehand. Um, so I kind of yeah, like what they did with the co- like cosmic energy. Of, yeah, that's why I like the cosmic yeah. energy. Um, it's still like a stretchy thing. Like she could take, use the comic, cosmic energy and extend her body in that way. So it's similar enough that, you know, I, I, people just, you know, I, I get why they made the change. And sometimes things don't translate from, you know, from one medium to another. So I like that. I, I don't have a problem with it. It is what it is. Um, the other, the big thing though is in the comics, she's an inhuman and, since they haven't, they, I, w- I was wondering if they were going to go that route or not because they literally just introduced Inhumans um, to the MCU with Black Bolt being in um, Doctor Strange. Now, technically, the Inhumans were already introduced with the TV show, but that was kind of bad. <laughs> so yeah, that we're not exactly sure where that falls in the canon. So I get that they, they didn't make her an Inhuman because. Um, story-wise with what the Marvels told so far, humans aren't really well-known, and if they tried to introduce that in this, I, I feel like they would have had to introduce it before this um, in the mainstream for it to make sense. So whatever this uh, bracelet is doing will works. I, I was just going to say, I understand what you're saying, and you're right, some things don't don't translate, but I kind of question why if they're going to change your powers and everything, why not just do a different show with a different superhero? It just seems to me, like it doesn't bother me that they changed it, but it just seems like why put a show with her if you're not going to make it about what it was about? You know what I mean? Like why well, not make a show about a different superhero that has similar powers to what you want to write about rather than well, changing because, something else into it? Well, I, I can, actually, I can about, actually answer that. Go ahead. Um, first of all, they didn't, change, they didn't change her powers that drastically, and it's about her, the person, not so much about her powers. You know, it's something we got to think about. 
these superhero shows and, oh. and movies and everything, you know, they're, they're people too, you know, and that's the actual good part of everything. Yeah, the powers and the fights are fun and everything, but without a good, you know, character, do you really yeah. care about what their powers are or anything? So it's about the character because, um, you know, it's going to play into the Marvel's movie, which is coming out next year. So that's why you can't have a different character, you know, do a show about a different character because then you have to introduce this character in the movie if you haven't already done a show about her, you know, and then that, that's why they're doing it this way. Right. Well, you know yeah, a lot I mean, more than I know about it, so I have no clue they're what's not, going on. What, they're not as interested yeah, I, in writing about these powers. They're interested in, in writing this popular comic about a Pakistani-American teenager, right? Exactly. Like, it is, it is exactly. nice. It is nice yeah, to have nice. a hero who's who's not a white man. Uh, there are a few female superheroes who are not who are not you know I mean so uh, well there's one who's green and there's one who's blue right but whatever um, and then yeah her playing into their movies. I so I thought that her powers were like I didn't really get the part with her powers. I'm like wait a minute her powers to her her like. Her, so she doesn't have powers. It's a magic bracelet. Like, let's be clear, she has no powers, right? Yeah. It's a magic yeah. bracelet, which bums me out because I don't really want to watch a show about magic. I want to watch a show about yeah. We know how you powers. feel about that. You know how I feel about that. And and is it really that different from the Seven Rings or the Ten Rings or many there are? Um, <laughs> or, there know, are. or or Doctor Strange is magic. Like, I'm sick of magic. And I'm sick of everyone who has magic. All their powers are basically like funny lights on the screen, right? And in this case, her hand, like, it's like, I'm like, is that a light? Is that cotton candy? Is that rock candy? Like, what is shooting out of her arm? Yeah, it looks like something. Um, and it's light, and I thought the effects were kind of crappy for what Disney should be spending on this stuff, right? Like, I, I thought. It looked yeah, a little bit like enough. Disney crapped out, and they they could have. I might appreciate that that power or that magic more if Disney would have spent a little bit more money on the special effects there, because it really looked to me like I'm like, no, it's not cotton candy because it's hard, but it's like I'm like, what is that shooting out of her? It's not light. Uh, and why did her I mean, arms I, stretch? Because that was two different powers that appeared to be anyway. Yeah, I mean, I kind of liked that she couldn't control it, and she knocked off Ant-Man's head, and it went rolling around, yeah, and, right? Like, uh, she can't, I mean, that makes, I, I like that, that she can't, I mean, it reminded me of this show a little, okay, so I know it's it's not Marvel's DC, but if you saw the Shazam movie, um, which was actually a pretty good movie, also geared to, like, the 14, 15-year-old set, um, but a lot about, you know, how he couldn't, I know AJ saw that movie, right? I don't think you did, Jamie. Yeah. Um, no. I and he and he couldn't really control his powers at first, but was a likable kid. And um, I also really like her family. Um, and I like the way that, I think they've got a good balance of of Kamala feeling like her parents are the worst and they're so overbearing, but they're really not that bad from like our position as being adults. Like her parents are not totally wrong. Like she did sneak out of the house. Right. And and they did say, like, OK, we'll let you go, but we'll take you. OK, like, yeah, when I was 16, I'd be allowed to go by myself. But I totally understood where her protective parents were coming from and they were being nice. And she, like, I, I kind of like the balance with the parents. They're not 
I, I see their point of view. Is it because I'm old or, or no, I think they're trying to make <laughs> yes. it like that, right? <laughs> yes, it's because you're, it's because you, it's because we're older and we, we, we see the, we see both sides of things now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, See, my biggest yeah, thing going you, into this. Sorry, I thought you were done. Yeah, I was going to ask if you agreed about um, the powers. Like I, Jamie kind of did that they need to spend a little more money on these CGI, right? Um, yeah, I think so. I almost wonder if it's somewhat intentional, and that's kind of where I was going to what I was going to go with next. Because one of my friends at work, he's been worried about this the whole time. He's like, I don't know why they're doing this. This is going to be dumb. And I was like, you know, I don't think you, you can't go in. Like you can't go into every Marvel show expecting it to be this amazing, badass thing. Like, I was like, for what the character, you know, you got to think about the character that, and the story they're telling. And I think for me, I went into it. Sometimes you can't take everything so seriously. I could tell from the trailers, this was, you, you can't take this show too seriously, you know, and the show itself doesn't take itself so ser- too seriously. So I almost wonder because we see a lot of stuff through her mind, you know, like that scene when she's texting with um, with Bruno, you you see the emojis and and their conversation popping up all yeah. over the street, like on the street signs and and everything. Yeah, I thought that. And you know that. So I I kind of wondered because I agree that the special effects didn't seem as crisp to me, but I kind of wondered if it was almost intentional in that way because of the type of show they're giving us with you know the art style and everything. So I almost wonder if it was intentional because it falls more in line with what they're giving us as seen through her eyes. Now, I could be wrong, and it could just be them being lazy, um, and I'm giving them too much credit. <laughs> but that's just that's kind of how I took it. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, so it, it might become more crisp as she learns to control it, and then yeah, that's the CGI would maybe. appear to be better. Okay, that makes sense, I think. I guess I we'll have that. to wait and see if it gets better, and then we'll know if he's right or not. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Again, I mean, on my part, it's one episode. Yeah. Uh, and I, so this is a, a situation where, like, her identity is not going to be secret, I guess, because she used her power in full view of people who knew her and saw her, and, like, her identity is known, right? So, Actually, well, Nobody, no, nobody knew who she was. Might have not. All they know is they saw her costume. Like she may not have told who she was unless she won the contest. We don't really know if she submitted her name or not because they didn't show that. I would assume she didn't because that girl who didn't like her in high school or whatever, she didn't know who she was. Clearly, yeah. Well, she looked she like knew maybe she, she got a. Well, at yeah. first she didn't because she was like. Do you work for par- parties or whatever? So she clearly had no clue. But then whenever yeah, she, no. saved, she saved her, she got like a little glimmer, like maybe she wondered, but it was unclear to me. So I don't think she did. All right. I guess we'll figure that. I guess maybe her identity will yeah, be we'll a secret. Out. I mean, in, in the Avengers, a lot of them are known who they are. Like while Spider-Man goes to great lengths to, you know, try to live a normal life, Every knew Tony Stark was Iron Man. Every knows Thor. Every knows Doctor Strange is Doctor Strange, right? Everybody knows like well, Bruce Banner is the Hulk. Thor. Like, yeah. no, nobody has a false identity except for Spider Man, really. Um, That's because he yeah. uh, wants to. Yeah. 
He wants his cake to have his cake and eat it too, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, so, Jamie, as I watched this, it reminded me a little bit of, you know, I only watched the first episode of Naomi because I thought it was horrible and it did get canceled. Hmm. But Naomi was a little similar. Naomi's DC, right? Um, it was a little similar yeah. in that it, it yeah, was this girl who, who, she's a super fan also. Like, she's a DC hero super fan. I forget who she's a fangirl of, but she's like Superman. a big superhero fan. Superman, yeah. She writes a Superman blog. Um, and mm-hmm. then she, like, gets powers, and then I stop watching, so I don't really know what happened. Um, she also turns out to be, like, an alien, like Superman is, I think. Um, mm-hmm. And she's also a comic. It's interesting to me that, that DC and Marvel have two such similar comics, like a teenage girl of color who's a super fan who then gets the powers of the person she I – mean, maybe it doesn't surprise me. Like, why why does that surprise me? Like – it's, I don't know. I hadn't really thought about it. it right? said it. So. Yeah. And I, I didn't watch enough of that to know much about it either. I mean, I watched whatever it was, the first three screeners they sent, and that was it. So yeah. I don't yeah. happen beyond that. I don't know. I mean, I think that I feel like this show, it needs more. we need more than one episode to get more a better opinion of it. But I, I, I do stand by I think it would have done better with a double episode just because it, it it took long to get to the point, which was fine, like I said, because it was enjoyable. But at the same time, like, she got her powers and then it ended. Like, I would have liked to have seen a little bit more of her with her powers to get a better idea of what the show is going to be like. You know? Well, and that, like, yeah, I felt the same way. And it might be fine if it was 13 episodes, but what is it going to be? Six, eight episodes? It's six. Like, this is not going to be six. Yeah. 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 So one is... One is entirely devoted to setup, which, I mean, yeah. speaking of things with six episodes, th- it was far better than, say, the latest episode of Obi-Wan. At least it was an hour. Um, <laughs> we'll get to that, AJ, right? <laughs> but, I mean, I I, so I'm going to watch it again. I mean, I, I thought it was good enough that I that I want to see the next episode, right? Yeah, yeah. You guys are going to watch right, it? Yeah. 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 So... Yeah, I, like, all the characters are pretty good. Bruno is probably the thinnest. Bruno got the least attention. Like, Kamala and her whole family got a lot of attention. And so, except being magic-based, and you know how I feel about magic uh, in Marvel. Uh, you know how I feel about magic, the Marvel Universe going totally, like, magical, it seems, lately. Um, but you like uh, Harry Potter. I know, but that's <laughs> about magic. That's about but magic. That's, that's about not about... Magic, right? not like mutants and superpowers and people that get like, you know, like hit by aliens or from another dimension or whatever, like a magic bracelet kind of, you know, bothers me. At least in Harry Potter, they inherently have magic as their superpower. This girl, like her grandmother. So by the way, do we assume the mother knows that it's a magic bracelet? Cause the mother was like, that's junk, put it in the attic. She wasn't like, that's junk, throw it away. She's like, that's junk, put it in the attic. I think the mother knows. I feel like if she bracelet. knew, she would have done more than put it in the attic. I'm but maybe not sure. It's, yeah, it's a yeah I have no idea what direction they're going to go with that. Yeah. I guess we'll find out. Yeah. All right. Um, all right. Moving right along. Stranger right. Things. Uh, so, I so, Jamie, you, to, you, you saw to what? To halfway through five where... Eleven had just gotten back to the, whatever you want to call it, the underground place with um, 
Paul Reiser took her there, and then she found out that that nasty guy was there, and he somehow that trapped her, movie. like, in her memory. And I Perfect. got to, like, the point in the memory where um, she's, like, seeing her younger self, and that was right where I turned it off. And then the other storyline is at the point they they just got to um, that guy's house and broke in. So that's that guy's house things. and broke in. The guy, the guy that's in prison, um, Freddy Krueger. Oh, Freddy, Freddy Krueger. Freddy yeah. Krueger. Yeah. Robert, Robert England's Freddy house. Krueger. Yeah. I, I interviewed him a long time ago. Oh, they anyway, went to... Um, they, yes, the rest of the gang goes to the deserted house to see what they can find. Yeah. Which that house reminds me of Bates' house, I swear. I don't know. It makes me think of it. The house at Universal. But anyway, um, so yeah, that's where I'm at with that. So I'm halfway through five, and there's what, seven episodes? Yeah. Yes. Right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, I got as far as I could. I pretty much watched TV all day, so I finally well, good for I you. Yeah, but um, yeah, I, I like where it's going. It definitely, I think, was better than the first episode. Because um, the first episode was good, but didn't really grab me till the end of the episode. So, um, so I like that. I, I'm still kind of confused why the Vecna or whatever his name is, why he chose the the kids that he did. Like, I understand he chose Max, and I get that they were similar to her, but I, am I just supposed to not understand yet why they're connected, other than they all had trauma and they all felt guilty? Wait, why Dr. Brenner chose Eleven? No, why? No, Vecna. Is it Vecna? Vec- whatever his yeah. name is. Oh, Vecna, 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 the demon. Vecna, that's the Yeah. yeah. Um, that, that he chose these different kids. Like, I get they all had trauma. I get they all felt guilt for something. But am I, is there supposed to become connection they just haven't revealed yet? Or am I just not picking up on something? Because I didn't quite understand I, I, why. That, no, um, up to, up to point, that point, that was... That, up to that point, that was exactly how I felt, too. It, it seems to be um, there's no connection between the kids themselves. It's just their guilt. That's why you see that um, when you see him searching around for somebody, you know, it's just it's yeah. a matter of guilt. Yeah. I thought it was just him looking for a guy. Okay, good. I thought maybe I missed something. I was, like, trying to figure out. Um, I, yeah, I forget I, why. The, I think it's pretty good. Sorry, go ahead. I mean, the cheerleader didn't have guilt. She had a lot of, like, personal like body issues and personal right, pressure, she but she wasn't, she had trauma, but it wasn't guilt based. There were like people the, that were unhappy. Yeah. Too. Like the yeah, nerdy guy. Yeah. Cause the I don't think we guy. found out why the other football player, why he, what was up with him yet. I don't think I had gotten to the point that I even told why other than he yes. was in that group. Yes. But, we did. Um, so, yes, we did. So, yeah. Jamie, we did. We previously, Jamie saw the flashback where Vecna was, where Vecna's searching for different people, and he sees these different kids. And that other basketball player, we saw him, and I think he's from an AJ's. He's from an abusive family, or has like an alcoholic parent. There was like I don't think was I like, saw that yet, but maybe I'm wrong. I don't remember. I think you saw that. Remember AJ? There's a scene where they're, they're showing like little flashes of kids around the town and they're having different yeah. like traumas and Vecna searching and we saw that kid. We saw that kid. And he has some yeah. sort of family problem. Maybe an abusive family, yeah. I forget. I think an abusive It must family. not have been a very long scene if I missed it. I must have blamed No, they were I kind of quick. Like they were... searching. 
quick little clip. And showing the kids in their at their desks or something, and like it shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's yes. what you're talking about. I didn't. It was so quick. I don't even remember what they showed, but I'll take yeah. your word for it. Um, yeah. That being said, I that was that's my only kind of concern. I, I'm interested now to kind of see what, what's going on with Eleven and all that and. I'm hoping that I don't know his name, but Paul Reiser's character. I'm hoping that he didn't screw her over, and they do need her help. But I don't know what to believe yet. Um, so yeah, I, I don't know. I'm interested to see. Um, I don't necessarily believe that she killed those people yet when she was younger. I think it's we don't really know for sure. I think there's a good possibility, but um, yeah, good possibility what? Smashed that girl in the face with the Gate wasn't great, but it was what they were doing to her. Not that that gave her a right to do it, but um, yeah. So I don't know. I'm, well, I'm that goes what, that goes back to our conversation from last week when we talked about the massacre and like did L and how L is not like a perfect person because she massacred all these people. And I was like, well, maybe she didn't massacre these people. Maybe she's the survivor of a massacre. Um, and then next thing you know, L like whacks a person in the face with a skate, and so yeah. So we don't like, know. There's yet. there's more ammo on know. the other side of the argument that L is you know has some anger issues yeah. that maybe surfaced in 1979. Now, well, AJ and I know more of where that's going. They did mention that very briefly, which I was I guess surprised and didn't pick up on that before because I thought it was all about psycho. I can't think of the right word, but all about psychic powers, like with remote viewing and all that. Like I didn't, I was surprised when they're like, oh, they, somebody said something about she was supposed to, they were, I guess, in their mind supposed to kill people. I didn't pick up on that until they outright said it. So don't don't you remember in in season one when Elle was being trained and she went in the astral plane and she went in the mind of that Russian guy? It has been so freaking long, vaguely. I don't remember yeah. what she did, though. But, I mean, I didn't know that's what they were training the kids for. Like, I thought it was more about, like, psychic abilities. But I don't remember a lot of the beginning, I'll be honest. It's been forever. Wow. I'd have to go back over. Okay. Well, short version, there's never anyway. been a – there's never – so this show is all about, like, an homage to 80s movies and 80s TV, right? And there, there's yeah. never been a movie where the government was training psychic kids for anything other than being assassins, pretty much, right? <laughs> Well, like the, even in Firestarter, with stuff like that, we're all like I said, like remote viewing and the stuff that I've watched, not necessarily '80s, but all the things that I've watched that were like similar in that vein to people being yeah. used in that way was all like X yeah. type stuff. So I didn't expect that, I guess. But they might have said that before in the show, and I just don't remember. But anyway, I want to know what happens. I mean, I'm gonna. I don't know. I, I need to stop for a little bit, though, because it's starting to drive me crazy because I've been sitting since, like, I had a, what do you call it, <laughs> telemedicine doctor's appointment, to set, like, earlier today. And, like, since then, I sat on the couch, and I'm starting to go a little nuts. I do want to get up. But I do want to see what happens, though. I might watch more of it tonight. But I've, I've been watching too much TV. So, I mean, there's so much else going on i mean so really what you just recapped jamie with l in the nina project is like sort of the high you know we're coming to the dramatic climax of these first seven episodes with that obviously right right? we're all curious about l but like so much has also gone on right like with the kids and the boys in california 
the boys are all in California together. There's like a lot going on there. And yeah, then that, getting um, Hawkins. FBI agent just got shot, and they just um, found the phone number to. I don't know, the Nina Project yeah. or whatever it is, the phone number they got. I don't think they dialed it yet. I think I quit before the they dialed it. The phone number was inside the pen. Oh, yeah. yeah so they haven't, yeah, so there's more phone. there. And then there's the gang in Hawkins, and then there's also Hopper in Russia. Yeah, yeah. And I then there's they, Joyce I want them to and Murray. finish the Hopper storyline. I want him to get back. Yeah. So that's not going well. <laughs> but, um, no. I mean, a lot of Jerry it just... – go ahead. Karen, Karen just kind of pointed out my biggest my biggest gripe of the season, and I and you guys know from talking about other shows and stuff, I hate when everybody's separated. I hate it. Yeah. <laughs> the Expanse drove me nuts whatever season that was. You know, any any show that does this where they have their their team separated drives me nuts. Um, yeah. And like the you know and I the Hopper storyline. Even at this point, you know, by episode five, I was, oh my god, why don't we have Hopper back yet? Like it just, yeah, takes, it feels like it's taking forever. Um, so well, that's what quite it's a so bit. far five episodes, yeah, it is taking forever, and it's not um, relevant. Like, so Hopper's in this Russian prison trying to escape, but we all know there's a Demogorgon like, in Russia, in the prison, right? That's been, like, hinted at since yeah. since he got there, really. And they're not tying it to the... Like, if he was trying to find and destroy the Demogorgon or whatever, but as of episode five, he's still in prison. Right, Jamie? With no, like, real chance of getting out anytime soon. Well, he got um, out and then he got in. So, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, stupid Yuri. Yeah, but yeah. considering... I like Yuri first. Joyce and that that guy are his only hope Murray. right now. Murray. I don't know. Murray. Yeah, oh, and like, so I like Joyce and Murray. It's a good like comic no, side effect, but but they really have eliminated them from the like. It's a way that they yeah. sidelined all the adults from the story. Like Joyce was such a critical part of seasons, like all the previous seasons where she was trying so hard to protect her son Will, and she had such a good role. And now they're like, we have too many characters. Let's send some on a wild goose chase to Alaska for four episodes. It's a little... Yeah. But I, I kind of feel, though, at the same time, like, with everything going on, I don't know that it would... Like, if she was home, some of that wouldn't have made sense. Like, I yeah. don't think that they could have just came and got Eleven quite like they did. Like, yes, they could have arrested her, but, like, the fact that they, you know, moved her off to Juvia or whatever and, like... There was I, I don't even know if some of that they could do without an adult there, without her parents being there. I've seen the same thing. Way. And you I can't just arrest know, a minor. It would have been partially stopped. Like, they would have had to get her a lawyer. They could, I mean, yes, they could have arrested her. I'm not saying they couldn't have arrested her and stuff. But, like, to just ship her off to Juvie like that, I don't think that it could have happened that fast if she had a parent there. I don't think that they could have done it without a parent there. So I feel like her not being there was kind of like, it was in order for it to happen that way. She had to be out of the way. Um, just like the you kids know, had to not be around in order for her to go to Alaska and them not to be trying to find out what's going on. They kind of had to be separated. But but I agree with you. I think that they took them out of the story too much. Um, I, I I agree to a point. Like It was hard. I was thinking about it. I was like, I'm like, wait a minute. I'm like, how can they just ship her off like that? I'm like, she's a minor. 
Let me start thinking about it. You know, got a lot. Of, you got a lot. Of, uh, t- you know, overtime people got along with a lot of shit in the eighties. <laughs> I was like, you know what? It's eighty six. I'm like, eh. I'm like, all right, I'll suspend disbelief for the episode. <laughs> and if you watch any cop shows, like they're constantly questioning minors without their parents present, and then the parents bust yeah. in and are like, "Stop questioning my child!" Right? I mean, I've never been arrested, but I think just because you have an arrest warrant. I don't think you can come in the house and, like, you need a search warrant to come in the house, right? Like, a warrant well, to be I don't know if they... Whether he did or not, I don't know, but he, he did He said, say... I have a warrant. He said he had an arrest warrant. Whatever. But, I mean, part of the okay. problem is that the boy... Part of the problem is that the boy who is in charge is stoned for the entire season, right? Like, I'm not sure I buy yeah. Jonathan being stoned for the entire season, but, um, you know, and then I, I arresting kids and... Now. I mean, he's the cops and Hawkins... The cops in Hawkins are terrible also, and the cops in, you know, so there's a later scene, AJ, uh, with the cops in Hawkins. Yeah, I, I know what the you're talking the, about. The way the cops in Hawkins treat children, even while their parents are present, is also ridiculous, right? Um, we can chalk it up to the 80s, I guess. I wasn't arrested in the 80s or recently, so I can't, but um, that is, that was frustrating that's frustrating but you have to let it slide and I, I don't know I feel like I mean there are several times in these episodes where I look at I, I see the good the great acting coming from Winona Ryder um, and I kind of miss her role as protective parent um, and I and I kind of miss a protective adult being around Elle right like that she's there's no Hopper there's no Joyce like, there's not even any friends around. At, like, I guess they set it up for her to feel really alone and really abandoned, right? Like, she has no friends. Um, and she's sort of like, I mean, it looks like every romantic relationship is going to break up. Like, she and, she and what's his name, Finn Wolfhard, she and Mike are not going to make yeah. it, I don't think, right? Probably Which is not. fine. They're 14. I'm also not sure that Nancy and Jonathan are not going to make it. Um, I don't, they're not a super couple either. Um, and Dustin's girlfriend is, you know, doesn't even live in town. And Lucas and Max already broke up. So the, every relationship yeah. kind of went to shit so far. Um, yeah, I was going to ask you, I assume it's just not to the forefront yet. I don't know, because I vaguely remember, I think somebody posted about it, but would you agree? I, I'm assuming that Will seems to like, um, what's his face? I can't think of his name now. Mike. Um, Mike. Yeah, Mike. Yeah, Mike. Yeah. Where that's headed. Mm, I, no, I don't think Mike like him, but I mean, Will seems to have feelings for him, I would say. At least that's what they're hinting at. Yeah, yes and no. How do you read that, AJ? I I agree. <laughs> um, I did read something though that um, they talked to the Duffer brothers and Will. What we're what we're feeling from Will is intentionally ambiguous. Well, I I mean I kind of read it that way because I I think like yes you could read it that he's got some feelings for Mike but also Will has always been 
the most sensitive of the four. Mm -hmm. He's always felt a little bit on the outside and been very sensitive when any of his friends weren't. Like, he's very sensitive that the group is breaking, the party's broken up. And it's been that way for a couple seasons, right? And he misses his friends, and he also pretty much has no friends. Like, he'd be like, oh, well, has no friends, but guess what? You got none either, right? Or will. Um, Yeah. And he was always a little bit of a weirdo kid. and, And, like, I'm not sure. Sometimes I read it that maybe he's got a crush or deeper feelings for Mike, but sometimes I read it that he just misses his friends who he, like he loves them so much and has no one. And like that, he just has a deeper expression of that. Like, yeah, I read it both ways. Sometimes I read it as. I also, there's also a part of me that reads it that he might actually have feelings for Elle. Because yeah. he's very protective of L. Now, is that is that That's brotherly or is that or you know, I, I I felt like that because when when he was having that conversation with Mike, like he was giving really giving Mike. I mean, Mike was being a dick, but he was you know giving Mike, Mike shit for the way dick, he yeah. was treating L. And Mike and Mike's like, what are you talking about? You know, so there's you know, and that, again, like I said, you know, this is this is intentional for us to kind of question it. <laughs> so I guess we'll find mm-hmm. out maybe somehow at some point. Well, and there's a uh-huh. question about the painting that he's working on. Like, he took that painting to the airport. Is that painting for Will? Because he brought it to the airport. For Mike, like, he brought that painting to the airport, right? Yeah, I think um, it's supposed to be for Mike. I took it as, but it didn't say. And then when they oh, flee the house the after the F- the painting. And then when the FBI guy is shot and they flee the house, he takes the painting. I don't know if you got yeah, there. Right. They fled, yeah, they fled the house. He takes the painting. That painting, I feel, is like a thing that we're going to see eventually. And he uh-huh. must, why would you take it to the airport? He, it must be for Mike, unless it was for Nancy. And right. why would it be for Nancy? That makes no sense. I don't know. But I, I question, right. like, the one thing I wanted to, I wanted to say is that I kind of questioned their, their brains for part of this. And I don't know because I haven't seen far enough. But their point originally, before the shootout happened, was to sneak out of the house, right? And yeah. they, um, that's my mom's phone that keeps singing. And um, I know that, like, they think that, that they can't tell them they're coming, blah, 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 the government's after them. I, I'm kind of concerned how you, okay, you think you can sneak out of the house and they won't see you, that's fine. But how do they think they're going to get plane tickets across the country and nobody's going to know? <laughs> that was all I kept thinking. Is, you oh, know, they weren't. I'm pretty sure they were planning on driving. Oh, uh, I, did, I Googled it. And, and I and I Google it. It was, yeah. I I uh, I Google mapped it, and uh, it I think it was like five hours. So it's not as because yeah, oh, yeah, Hawkins Hawkins is in Indiana, so it was like it was like it was maybe a little longer, maybe it was like six hours, seven hours. To go to California, but you can't drive to California in six hours from Indiana. From Indiana. From, Maybe I'm remembering it. Maybe it was 17 hours. I don't remember. It's drivable. It's drivable. But, I mean, yeah, Jamie, drivable. remember, in 1986, in 1986, you could buy a plane ticket in cash. You didn't have to give a credit card or anything traceable. You could board a plane with, like, pretty minimal ID. You could board a plane with no luggage, and no one would blink their eyes. Like, like yeah, there was security, but well, back then I was getting on planes with a with a with a with a driver's license and there was no database to run it through like there was no no fly list there was no like no you're right i had to police that. that i just for whatever reason that irritated me i kept thinking they're gonna know they got a ticket 
or they're going to know they try to fly. I didn't yeah. think about him driving. But um, yeah. no, remember, remember yeah. in War Games, Matthew Broderick like makes the computer get them two tickets to go to if they're like seventeen. You probably don't remember that. Have you seen War Games? I've seen part of it. I never saw all of it, so I don't know. All right, put it on your list. Um, so, so I think we should touch on the Hawkins stuff with the kids in Hawkins a little bit. Um, like, how much do we love the Hellfire Club? How much do we love Steve? Like, I'm so – I just love Steve so much, right? It's great to see yeah. him with – I love him and Dustin having this little – like, Dustin being a little older and their relationship. Like, I, and I – what's going on with Max is pretty good. I don't know how far you've gotten with Max, Jamie. I don't want to say too much about Max. Where have you gotten with her? I've gotten where she floated in the air, was going to die, and they played the music for her, and she came back, and now she saw in her vision it was the house. That's what took them to the house. That's as oh, far as I got with, with Max. Okay, yeah. good. So you've seen my biggest gripe. My biggest gripe so far with that storyline is, so I, I know everybody's making much about running up that hill and, and that song and how powerful that scene is. So I like that song before this show. I just want to say, I like that song. I do when too. I in there cause I'm like, I like that song. But anyway, yeah, I don't know why it's become such a big idea since the show. I do have a little bit of a problem with this idea that Nancy's like, oh, wait, when I talk to creepy Victor Creel in the prison, which, by the way, you guys, that's totally like a scene from that is Silence of the Lambs, right? Like that whole thing is oh, a homage to Silence of the Lambs. Yeah. Every second of I, it. Yeah. Um, as soon as they walked in, I yeah. Was I walked say he in. He carved like, his eyes out, and that's how he survived. I really thought that's what he was going to say, though. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I thought that. I, yeah, first, I, just, I thought that too. Because um, that's like it's but, lots of movies. So one thing that bothers me is, like, when Nancy's like, oh, wait, when we visited Victor, he talked about music playing on the radio in the house. And maybe music is the way to... But he didn't turn the music to... on. Wait, the let me demon, finish. Or let whatever me finish. turned the music on. Sorry, that's what made no sense to me. Well, but she doesn't know that. Like, Nancy, like, she hasn't... Like, she only knows what Victor told her, right? Nancy hasn't, like... She only knows what Victor told her, right? How far did you get with Nancy? Anyway, Nancy says Victor said music was playing in the house, and maybe that's what saved him. And maybe if we play music for Max, that will like like this idea that if we they just knew that if you played Max's favorite song, that would help her come back from from Vecna. Like I don't know, that bothered me. Did that bother you guys? That seemed like a weak link, a weak piece of storytelling to me. And too easy to figure out, and like kind of dumb. But that—that's why I was saying when yeah. I started saying that. I was saying what makes no sense to me more so than what you said is that it wasn't like it was his favorite song or something he was listening to. It seemed like the radio oh. came on of its power, oh. like this, like okay. the even brought it on. That's what makes yep, no I sense get, to me. I get what you're saying. Yeah, the music just switches on and it's just playing, and it's like well, he didn't say, "Let me play my favorite song right now." Like right, like it on. seemed to me like the yeah. demon made the music come on. That's what confused me. Mm-hmm. I more so now, but um, but yes, I agree. That was kind of weak. That playing music brings you out, brings her out of it, and makes her. I mean, if they maybe said playing the music kept her awake. So she didn't like fall because it seemed like it was sort of a dream state. Like I could buy, I could keep her awake, but but her the yeah that was a little. I agree with you. I totally agree with you. So or, she I never said. If, 
Well, here, hold on yeah. a second. He never said he never even said that he heard music. He said he heard the voice no, of an angel. We know it's music. Oh. But he said he heard he said he heard the voice of an angel and it brought him back. Was that supposed to be the singing voice? Was it the voice of the angel then? Yeah, I didn't Ella even Fitz, quite get Ella Fitzgerald. Yeah, because she's like, oh, Ella Fitzgerald had the voice. Like, Nancy makes all these connections yeah. that, like, like how doesn't, cl- like, a kid from 1986 even know that Ella Fitzgerald was known as the voice of an angel and all that, right? Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I didn't know that until you just said that. So now that makes a little bit more maybe, sense. Not a lot. But maybe her grumpy dad told her. Yeah, Maybe. Maybe like, like I was being sarcastic because I hate their father. But he didn't keep <gasps> listening to the music either. So like the fact that the demon completely spared him and never came back for him doesn't make sense either. Um, yeah, it's like she has to keep listen, listening well, to the music. He obviously didn't. Yeah, was, there's a I lot of. I don't know if she was, was known as that. He was arrested at that point, so. There was really no... Yeah, but it still could have killed him when he was arrested. It's in their head. He could have been in prison. It still could have killed him. Yeah, I guess. Well, yeah. Maybe it didn't yeah. need to. Maybe it thought, what was the point? The song, Maybe was the song Dream a Little time. Dream, right? Dream a Little yeah. Dream, was that the song? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, I mean, she, like, I, I don't think she was known as, I think I kind of made that up, Voice of an Angel, but she's supposed to have, like, one of the purest voices ever, and she sang a bunch of songs that had Angel in the name or whatever, um, and Dream a Little Dream. But whatever, it bothered me a little bit. I guess I could have, like, gotten it more if they were like, how do we bring her back? How can we connect? Like, we've got to connect. How can she hear us? And if someone said, she listens to that song all the time, play that song, maybe, like, she listens, like, I, I felt I guess I felt like I would have liked them to show that they knew Max so well that they knew this was how to bring her back to connect with her mentally, other than to like be like that music and stop Vecna was kind of dumb to me. And I just wished I would have seen these kids. First of all, like none of them have even talked to her. How do they even know what her favorite song is? Like, and that she listens to. We know she listens to Running Up That Hill constantly, but how do they even really know? Well, he was her kids? boyfriend. Well, because, he yeah. Months ago, months ago, he was her boyfriend. Like, yeah, but it's probably been her favorite song for a while. Yeah, okay, I was going to say, your favorite song doesn't necessarily change all that often, I don't Yeah. I guess. I mean, I've had the same favorite song for 20 years. So... <laughs> Okay, fair enough, but it only became your favorite song when it came out, right? Actually, it was already out when it became my favorite. Okay, okay, because like running up that okay, running up the hill came out. I heard it. And running up the hill came out in '85, so she could have been listening to it for a while. Um, Yeah. uh, Fair enough. Anyway, I mean, it's a powerful scene, and people really, like, it's crazy to me that people who don't know that song are, like, just, I mean, it's great that that song is being rediscovered, right? And it was a really, um, I mean, I believe Max would like that music. I believe that it spoke to her. I read a long article this week about how, like, Max's experience with Vecna is a metaphor for mental illness and what it feels like to be depressed. And, and the things that can tether you to, like, get through that or whatever. And a lot of people have been really moved by 
by that scene and her experience or whatever. Um, I'm not sure I saw it that way when I watched it. Um, uh, yeah, I don't know. But it, it was great, and I like that Sadie Sink is great. Um, I, It's nice to see the gang working together. I, actually, I think the gang, like, I think... What's her name? Maya Hawk, the character that she plays, who's friends with Steve, the girl that works with Steve in the video store. Robin. Um, I love Robin. I love Robin. I love Robin and Steve. I love Robin and Nancy. And to be honest, I like those scenes in Hawkins are working so well. I don't miss the guys so much, right? Like while Will and Mike and Jonathan and Argyle are off on their own like adventure. Um. Like, if if they were in Hawkins, there might be too many people in Hawkins working on this problem, right? Like, there'd be too many characters, maybe, working on Vecna. Like, I like having – I like Eddie. Eddie's a great addition, isn't he? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Eddie, is that his name? Oh, the my God. Dealer? I love I, I saw the funniest meme. Um, <laughs> it's the, it's the, um, the caption on the meme said um, – uh, Dusty pulling up to Steve's house after, um, after he's become friends with Eddie, and there's a, mm-hmm. a sign on front of the house that says "Welcome home, cheater." <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Um, I'm gonna Google that right now so I can see it. Stranger Things, welcome. I got uh, myself. I'll, I'll send it to the chat. Yeah, we'll keep over the chat. I'll, I'll send it to the chat. All right. All right. Well, what else? Um, I know you guys are further. I'm not sure if you're waiting to say stuff. I'm trying to think if there's anything else um, that I have to add. There's not much. I would say, and I would say to AJ, who might this might resonate more with AJ than with Jamie, but I mentioned last week that I I'm in the class. I was in the class of '86. I you know I was talking to a friend of mine from high school. And we both really feel like while this is set in 86, that more and more I watch it, I feel like the clothing and the the time they've set it in is really more like 83. Like, I went to college in the fall of 86. I was not going to roller rinks. I was not wearing that pink frilly blouse. I was not like, like, I, I feel like this is a little more like Jane Fonda workout 1982 kind of three that they've set it in visually. And it's a little bit not really current. But you know what? They're they're also playing music that hasn't been released yet in 86. Like, they're not firmly, they're not, like, they're not, like, historically committed to 86. But, AJ, are you feeling like it's a little more early 80s than they're, than where they've really set it? Um, I once they get out of the so school environment, I haven't really, I haven't really thought about it, because, um, once they're out of the school environment, um, the only ones we really, the only school kids we really deal with are those idiots um, from the basketball team. So I haven't really. Yeah, and they're all it. just wearing they're all just wearing a white polo and they're like um, varsity jacket. jacket. Yeah, I mean, I just feel like there's a bunch of. I, I just feel like it's not really. Um, it. it I just find that, like, the clothing in particular is not, 
you know, speaking to me, you know, there's a reference to fast times in there. And, of course, I mean, Dungeons and Dragons or whatever makes sense. But, um, you know, they're, they're, like, people, people on the internet are really, like, picking on it a lot. And I think that there are some things that you just have to let go. Like, I'm not going to criticize them on every single car or an airplane. That, like, people on the internet were going nuts because there was an airplane that wasn't built until, like, the 90s that was seen in 1986. And I'm like, really? I'm not going to – I don't really care about that, right? Um, or that they're using a form of email that really couldn't have existed yet. Like, who cares about that, right? Um People criticize that there's a three-point line on the basketball court. I don't care about that. But I feel like music-wise and clothing-wise, I'm, I'm getting in like an 82, 83 kind of vibe from it. But you know what? Most people who are watching this show are probably younger than I am and didn't graduate high school in 86 and are not like, no way would I ever I – did... I wore that shirt in ninth grade, not 12th grade. <laughs> yeah, you're <laughs> When I watch it, I'm like, that shirt is from ninth grade, not from 12th grade. My my biggest '80s problem from this whole thing has been um, uh, Mike and Nancy's mom's hair. <laughs> and she wears that like Jane Fonda headband around it. Yeah, <laughs> uh, she's hilarious. Yeah. Um, so Jamie, I'm excited for you to catch up with episode seven by next week. You can watch two and a half episodes by next week, right? Um, I might watch two and a half episodes tonight. We'll find out. <laughs> Actually, when I hung up with you guys last week, when I hung up on the podcast last Tuesday, I watched two more episodes that night. Um, <laughs> but some of them are like an hour and a half. But, yeah. Yeah, but, they're long. So you're at, I mean, you're at the point, it's no spoiler to tell you that huge things are about to happen, right? I mean, yeah, you've I seen Eleven yeah. start right. to have flashbacks. Right. Yeah, it was right at that part. That's why I said I knew if I watched the end of the scene and took a couple more minutes, I probably wouldn't call. That's why I turned it off. I'm like, no. Nope. I know. Well, I'm yeah. excited for, to talk about it. There's huge things that go on that I want to know. Like, AJ, you know how there's stuff that, like, some of it I figured out, some of it I didn't figure out? Um, yeah. And, you know, Jamie was going to see if there's stuff that you figure out or don't figure out or um, and and where it goes. And so we've really not seen any of the upside down yet in up through episode five, right? And it's not a spoiler well, to say that. A, isn't what Max what, sees that isn't part of the upside down? I kind of assume that. I think that it is. Sort of, yes, I, I think it's in her head, Vesna, but it sort of is. Well, Vesna lives in the upside down because you see that kind of snow stuff. It's all dark, black, and red, and there's like that snow kind of stuff falling, right? And that's the upside down. Yeah. Always. Right. right. Um, but his upside down is a little different than versions we've seen it. Like, why it's does he have down. all those, like, why does he have those tentacles that go into him that raise him up? And Like, that's not a thing we've seen. He's a different kind of a, um, I don't know. I don't know if you've seen where Dustin describes what Vecna is. Have you gotten to this part where Vecna Yeah, where they, they, says, it, from the Dungeons and Dragons, the wizard, bad wizard guy, whatever he says, that he puts yeah, yeah, a curse on people or whatever. Yeah. But he says, like, if the Demogorgon is the Mind Flayer's foot soldier, Vecna's his five-star general. I don't know if you got to that yet. Oh, it's not really a spoiler. The Mind Flayer is the thing that was, was like, where uh, Hopper was attacked, right? The Mind Flayer is like the bar of the whole 
I'm sorry. The Demogorgon. I thought the Demogorgon was the dog. No, that was the demi demo dog or whatever. I was demo dog. Yeah. 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 The I was thinking the, de- the Demogorgon the- isn't the thing where their heads open. Then that's some. See, I'm mixed yes. up at which demons. Yes, it is. Yes. That's the Demogorgon. Okay, the mind- so what's the mind yes. slayer then, or whatever? Mind slayer is like the really big beast from the end uh, from last season. That's almost like a spider oh, okay. with only four legs, that gigantic with thing. With all the tentacles. Okay, okay, I know what you mean then. All right. And it's that the giant, sense. it's the big, it's the big boss of the Upside Down. Got it, got it. And so all there's right. a scene where, maybe you got to it, maybe you didn't, but Dustin says, if the Demogorgon is the Mind Flayer's foot soldier, Vecna's his five-star general. So Vecna has like an ability to think and plan, and he, sent, he yeah. talks, right? Like the, like the Demogorgons don't talk, they just roar. Right. So he isn't yeah, necessarily yeah, a love slayer then or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I assumed he was like worse than that, but maybe not. I All think right. he's kind of worse because he's he's more insidious and he plays on your fears, right? He's pretty evil. Because he's, he's like, man, he sucks in the world. I didn't know that the other one was the head of it, so I guess we'll find out. But um, All right. Well, I will go watch it. Um Okay. Yeah. The only thing I was going to say is you guys don't uh, – the only other thing I watched is, is evil, and but you guys don't watch, and part of um, yeah. Westworld I'm starting at, but <laughs> I didn't get real so far with that. So. Yeah, well, so I got to review it. Yeah. <laughs> I got work to do. I can't just watch it. Yeah. <laughs> um, all, right. all right. Well, I will talk to you guys soon. Have a good week. Thanks, everybody who listened. Okay. All right. Have a good week. Bye-bye. All good right. Night, Jamie. Thanks. Talk to you next week. Night-night. Bye. Bye. All right. So what do we – this leaves us. We have two oh, – we have Obi-Wan and we have Strange New Worlds. Yes. To talk about. All right. Do you have one that you'd prefer to jump um, on? Let's do, Obi- let's, let's do Obi-Wan um, since I, I get the feeling you didn't like this episode very much. <laughs> I don't know if I didn't, well, there was not much to really grasp onto with this, to like or not to like, right? There's not, it was only 34 minutes, I think, um, which was frustrating, right? It was real short. I think it was 34 minutes. I think when it ended, I was like, it's over already? That went fast, and I was like, oh, yeah, because it was 34 minutes. Um, So it was real short, and... You know, it was um, it was your typical. I mean, it was basically a new hope over again, right? It was like let's rescue the princess from the imperial prison. Yeah, it's funny. But um, not as good. I, and I not completely as fun. agree. I completely agree. I said I said that to Artie. I was like, you get a new hope vibes. I mean, you got uh, Obi Wan sneaking around this place, very similar to. On the Death Star, he even he even makes a noise for the stormtroopers to go check out. Um, and uh, Tala, she leaves the comm when he's trying to talk to her when she's dealing with the other officer, the same way that 3PO left the comm when they were in the garbage chute. Yep. So, yeah. Was, and they've even <clears> got the <throat> same kind of interrogation droid, which is going to, like, you know, come and torture yeah. Leia. Um, it was really – it was it – was, a, a New Hope rehashed, but it, it lacked that sort of really like. Uh, okay, it wasn't long enough, right? It was too short. It was like really curtailed, but it didn't have that. 
I don't know, like a new hope when they, when they burst in there, it had a lot of like, kind of, it was like an adventure. Like, I don't want to say it had like, I don't yeah. want to compare Like when I say Indiana Jones, like Indiana Jones that dun, 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 it had the good music and the yeah. rollicking, <laughs> like adventurousness to it. Right. Um, and it right. was sort of like a boring, it was like the cliff notes version of, of a new hope. It wasn't really that. Um, yeah, that's a good way to put it. Great. So that bothered me about it. I, I guess I just, that was one thing that I just didn't really love about it or feel that it was not really that, and nothing really happened. So we have this sort of like, let's rescue Leia business, right? Um, and there are some, I have some problems with some things. There were some good things that I, that I'll talk about also, but what was I about to say? I had this like rest, let's rescue Leia thing, but nothing really happened. Like it didn't really advance the storyline at all. Like we had let's rescue Leia last week or the week before, right? Um, and nothing really advanced in terms of learning. There was no character development that happened. Like Obi-Wan's character, okay, Obi-Wan did no. play a little better. He seems to be getting a little bit of his mojo back, but we didn't get any character development in episode. Episode four of six was thirty-four minutes, and nothing really happened. Like the story yeah, hasn't right. at all. Right? That bothers me. Yeah, the only, the only, also, the only, it was more like this. This episode was kind of um, used to advance for the next episode because they put the tracker in the uh, in the droid. Now, now next week's episode should be pretty good because um, you're going to have all those inquisitors showing up to the to the underground. So that's going to uh, cause some havoc. Yeah. I mean, as much now, as I'm not really... Go. Go ahead. Um, something you're not going to be aware of because you didn't play the Fallen Order video game, um, towards the end of the game, the character of Cal Keltis, who's the main character in the game, goes to the Inquisitor home base Um I wouldn't call it really fighting Darth Vader, but he runs away from Darth Vader. And during the battle, the the glass – so in Obi-Wan, when the glass breaks and Obi-Wan's holding the glass back uh, so they can get away before he lets it shatter, in the video game, yeah. something very similar happens, and the entire place uh, is destroyed. So there was definitely a, a nod to the game there, too. Um, lots of nods to stuff in this episode. So I know I, I do not yeah. play the game, but right. so, I read about that. I I read like um, okay. after I watched the episode, I read um, you know I like to read Eric Kane on um, on Forbes, and he he covers in addition to covering entertainment, he covers gaming for Forbes, um, and he in his recap talked about how a lot of this episode followed a lot of the game Fallen Order if you play it. Um, yeah. And that he also he also thinks Fallen Order is better. Like he thought Fallen Order had a better visual of what the what do they call it the Inquisitorium or whatever it's called looks like. And you know he um, yeah made a lot of those comparisons and said like basically you know in addition to ripping off a New Hope not ripping off but an homage to New Hope it's an homage to Fallen Order also and that Fallen Order yeah. might better. I don't know. Um, as much as I have not been a fan of the third sister, 
Reva, third sister. Mm-hmm. I think her real name is Reva. Um, I Reva, like yeah. her in this episode. I think they're they're. I think they. She's the only person who continues to get like some decent characterization. I think in this episode, um, they did some. You know her. Her. I feel like she maybe was a Padawan. Do you think maybe she was a Padawan at some point? I mean, I guess they all were. That, I mean, we're all, are all Inquisitors is, basically former Padawans? Well, that is the, um, actually a theory that I read online, and I could totally see it, that she was one of the older younglings when Order 66 was issued, which would explain why they show that scene with the younglings. That's what the theory out there in the land of the internet is right now, which I can, I can see that. that earlier scene. I, yeah, I can kind of, I can kind of get behind that. Um, speaking of Reva, apparently she's getting a solo sh- series. Oh, really? I don't know how I feel about an entire show around her, but I guess we'll see how that goes. Um, I don't know how I feel about it either, and I don't know how I feel about them announcing it when we like. I would kind of expect that Obi Wan would eventually kill her before this is over. So now well, I know she's gonna die. Think, uh, well, now see, it's not said that if it's a prequel or a sequel or, or a continuation. Um, because personally, I think I think Vader kills her because clearly Obi Wan's gonna get away. I mean, he he would have killed her in this episode had she not said. You know that she put the tracker in the droid. The only reason Vader, otherwise yeah. Vader's going to kill her, because he blames her for yeah. Obi Wan getting away, and he's about to kill her, and she's like, "I put a tracker," and he's like, and he releases his grip. Otherwise, she's dead. We know Obi Wan ultimately almost, gets away, and I, I'd be shocked if Vader does not kill her. I would too. If Obi Wan gets away, like, why would he not kill her? In which case. Maybe her standalone story is how she came to be an inquisitor in the first That's place. what I'm thinking. Yeah, that, that's what I'm kind of thinking. Which might be more interesting. Could, I mean, could, she's kind of... Which could, yeah, which could be an interesting story because that's not something that they have done anywhere in the Star Wars universe. The Star Wars canon is explaining where the inquisitor, you know, how, they, how someone becomes an inquisitor. So that could be right. possibly interesting. And in presumably some kind of maybe sympathetic way, right? Like she has to right. be sympathetic. Well, we're not going to watch an entire show of a person who's not sympathetic. Right. In any way. Um, yeah, I mean, she's she was one of the more, I guess, compelling people in this week's episode. You know, we had some, we had some new characters come in, like those rando, like, rebel people who – swoop in and pick them up at the lot. Like, I'm like, oh, wait, like, that's part of, like, the bad right. Like, why do you make it 34 minutes and give us this kind of bad writing where we have these random people who, like, that one guy was like, I'm not helping you, I'm not helping you, I'm not helping you. And then he's like, oh, yeah, my wife was force-sensitive and she was killed. I'll help you. And then these people show up at the end at the last second, save them in their speeders, and then die, right? (laughs) Yeah, one of them did. One of them did. To me, that happened much too fast, and it's because they, like, I don't understand why this episode had to be so short. Like, I guess I could, I can see a short episode if it's a complete episode and the story makes sense, and not every episode has to be the same length. I'm all for a chapter being as long as it needs to be. I thought this needed to be a little bit longer. 
because they have these sort of like deus ex machina moments that I, I don't know, felt I, I thought needed to be explained a little bit better. I don't know. I don't want to no, really harp on it because there are things that I liked. I liked Reva a little more in this episode. I continue to really like the young actress, Vivian Lyra. I forget her last name. Even though more and more, AJ, that kid is not 10 years old. I mean, I know she's 10 years old, but like the Leia they're showing us is like a seven-year-old. Like they're, they're directing her to play Leia young, I think. I don't know I why, because the character is 10. <laughs> the character is 10, but I just feel like she doesn't present a 10. You've got a, you've got a 10-year-old in your house? How old is Damon? Eight. All right, he's eight. I'm sorry, does Damon appear to be probably older than she does? Or does she, does she, I just feel like she doesn't, to me, seem like a 10-year-old. She seems like a 7-year-old or an 8-year-old or something. Like, I, I just, she seems young to me. Is it because I'm not around kids? Are you like, yeah, she's a very authentic 10 Maybe. <laughs> I, I believed it. Okay. Uh, I think she's yeah. I mean, Honestly, I, I think, see, I feel like, I felt like she's ahead of her time because I think most kids that age would be scared out of their friggin' mind, but not Leia. Leia's like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, she's like, I'm not telling you anything. I'm lying to you. I mean, I do like that. I do think, so, I was a little surprised that the third sister does not sense that Leah is for that Leia is force sensitive. Like we've seen them annihilate force sensitive children two episodes ago. And Leia is able to repel her mind it's not a mind mill, but whatever the Jedi does when they try to do the Jedi mind trick. Like like I'm sorry, last week or two weeks ago, Reva read Obi Wan's mind in one second but she can't read Leia's mind? Like, what's up with that? Yeah, I hadn't thought Does about that. Does that make sense to you? Is that a... Um, like, why can't you can, read Leia's like, mind? People that aren't Force-sensitive can be trained to withstand it. Um, okay. It's Star Wars, and, like, and they like to just do things they feel like doing. <laughs> Okay. That's, I mean, that's a better explanation than anything I've got, right? I, I When I saw that, I was yeah. like, I don't understand why she can't. Like, we saw, we've seen Inquisitors walking around just, like, blasting people on the street because they can tell you're Force-sensitive, right? And and certainly Vader can tell. Um, actually, it surprised me also, like, why is Vader not present while this is going on? Like, it's his arch, it's his arch enemy, Obi-Wan, and Leia or whatever, and he can – I mean, I know why, because Hayden Christensen is not in all these episodes. Um, I, I just – I was a little, like – I was surprised that she couldn't enter Leia's mind, and I was surprised she wasn't immediately like, oh, you're Force-sensitive. And I, I guess one reason why she couldn't read Leia's mind is because if she does enter Leia's mind, and if she does know Leia's Force-sensitive, it kind of blows – it cons a new hope, right? Like, in A New Hope – and Empire, and even into Return of the Jedi, Leia doesn't know she's Force-sensitive. Luke no. doesn't know until very late. Luke can't tell. And it would change everything about the story for, for Leia to have had this kind of experience with the, with the Inquisitors, right? Like, it, it would blow right. their confidence. Yeah. They kind of already are blowing the continuity. Like, I'm really they're, they're, wondering. Unfortunately, this, unfortunately, Star Wars continuity is 
very lacking. <laughs> yeah, even in the initial like six movies, it is. Um, yeah, well, yeah. I mean, that's that's the, the first. You know, the the prequel movies ruined and changed a bunch of stuff from the original movies. So, yeah. At this point, it's just kind of like. I mean, I, I shouldn't is. be. I don't mean to be totally harping on it. I do like that they kind of. I think it was kind of really smart that they. They're like, okay, Obi Wan Kenobi spends ten years sitting around tattooing in the desert, watching Luke Skywalker. Boring, and they manage to like write this adventure that has nothing to do with Luke Skywalker. They don't cast a young Luke Skywalker. Right. He's never spoken. He's not in it. Like I think that was. That's kind of great. Like he's got this little side thing that he does. Um, yeah. Uh, and they gave Leia some kind of story. I, I mean, I like that. I liked, I liked that. There were some good visuals this week, right? Some good fight scenes. Obi-Wan is starting to get his mojo back. Um, yeah. Th- they spent some money on some cinematography this week that was pretty good. Not every scene, but a lot of scenes. Um I guess I wish they gave us an hour and not 34 minutes and just built that out a little more. Um, I also, yeah, I think, I think some things, go ahead. Getting to know some of the other characters that they just introduced, you know, give them a little more screen time to flush them out a little bit, you know. Um, yeah. Would have, been, would have made it a little better. Like you said, yeah. that guy went from no, 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 no. Okay. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, this guy, Wade died. I'm so sad. I'm like, really? Like, Wade, we saw for two seconds. It's hard for us to be sad about that. Um, yeah. Yeah, that guy's like, like, could they have given us uh, just five more minutes of, like, trying to convince the guy or whatever, right? Um, yeah. I'm thinking now that you mentioned Reva getting her own story and more and more how I kind of like that because – you know, I've been reading some things online, people talking about how the Star Wars, like, Disney has no movies planned right now. There are there are really no plans beyond, for any movies beyond what we just saw with, like, Ray, like, the, the Rise of what The last one was The Rise of Skywalker, right? Um, and they take us really to the end of the Skywalker storyline, and they leave Ray at this point where I guess she's going to become a Jedi or whatever. Um, but there are no Star Wars movies in the works right now. And how the entire like plan Disney has for Star Wars is on Disney Plus right now. It's all shows and they're circling around this ten year period. Like like Obi Wan Kenobi, Boba Fett, The Mandalorian takes place also in this twenty years in between, right? What does the Mandalorian yeah. take place? Um it all takes place in this twenty years between episode three and like episode four, right? Rogue One also was set in this period. The Han Solo movie was actually I've heard that I've read that that's why there are new movies planned because when Solo tanked, they were like, "Well, shit, we need to rethink all these Star Wars well, with these spin-off movies." Um, they well, they're not, that's not necessarily true. They've got a couple movies in the works. None of them have started production yet or anything, but there are things in the works. Uh, Kevin Feige is actually going to direct the movie. Um, I know oh, Ian yeah. Johnson is doing something. You know. There's all, there's all, you know, they're they're all in the very early stages. There will be more. They also, you know, they're they want to move away from the Skywalkers. You know, like they want to branch out and move away from the whole Skywalker storylines. 
Well, they need to. That's one thing that's keeping them circling this 20-year period and, and like, making these stories around these characters that we know what's going to happen to them, right? And so there's a limited bit, like, whereas The Mandalorian is fantastic, which is mostly all new people, you know, Boba Fett, Obi-Wan, like, they're, they have a dwindling timeline and ability to sort of work with here, right? Like, they can't just keep doing all these side stories. So, unless they do well, like Rogue I mean, One, which, well, like, I thought Rogue One was fantastic. Yeah really fun right yeah i mean like yeah yeah and i don't know like like i don't know how i feel about this and i mean i'm gonna watch it but andor which is a prequel uh to the character one of the characters from rogue one which i don't know how i feel about that because i don't again a character that i'm not really yeah yeah uh diego luna character no, because Jin Ursa, the Felicity Jones was like the character that you really were, you know. I mean, there's not really a prequel for her, but Cassandra are right. Yeah. But again, it's like the same. They're they're like they're like expanding and expanding this limited amount of IP. Right. Um, but Rogue One was good, of course. Rogue One was produced by the previous regime, right? That was a Kathleen Kennedy movie. Um, yeah. The, you know, last of the George Lucas era, but. So, yeah, they need to expand it. Um, they're circling around this same period. Although, as I said, I do like that they found a way to, like, not make it about, like, watching Luke Skywalker for 10 years. Yeah. 20 years, really, right? Yeah. I hope that next week will be – the next two will be longer episodes, and we'll see some more um, – I mean, I'm not really sure what the resolution is to this storyline because I don't mean that in a bad way, but the idea was to rescue Leia, and she has been rescued, right? And you would think the plan is, like, the plan is, I guess, to take her home to her father, which is a good idea, but kind of a bad idea since now the Inquisitors think Leia knows everything about everything, which is all kind of dumb, right? Like she can. Yeah, I guess we'll yeah we'll have to see, we'll have to see how that plays out. I couldn't mm-hmm. even fathom how they're gonna explain it, you know, explain it away. And like, do we really? I mean, care? I think we want to see. Yeah, it's funny actually because when I um, I thought after he saved Leia, he'd take her home, but he'd still be on the run from the Inquisitors, and he'd go to another planet. You know, it was going to be like a, kind of like a yeah a, a, a space chase. I didn't expect it every week. I didn't expect Leia to be in the whole series. Oh, that he'd rescue her and then, like, drop her off somewhere and then go on his own yeah. adventure yeah. with Peter or whatever. Yeah. I mean, that would be kind of good. Um, I, so I'm coming around a little bit to, you know, last week, in the last couple weeks, you have sort of defended the the weekend Obi-Wan to me. Where I was like, I want Obi-Wan to fight. How come he can't move anything? with Like, this week he barely could make a little noise, right, for, for – and you've been like, listen, Karen, he's traumatized, and he's been through all this shit, and remember what happened in these movies or whatever. And I'm really kind of coming around to that idea of this, like, like PTSD kind of – like, every single other Jedi has been killed pretty much, right? Um, and I'm coming around to your, your defense of him as sort of a broken man trying to find his way back. And, and that's, I guess, what we want to see. Like, the next two episodes, we want to see how he becomes Alec Guinness, basically, right? 
for so, the so man yeah, who will be out of Yeah. Right. Put him on yeah, the road I mean, to in this, epi- this like powerful yeah. watcher. In this episode, I mean, we we see him working on his his skills, and Tal uh, mm-hmm. even says to him, "She's like, it's you know, you haven't done any. You know, she even makes a comment about it. You you know, you've been sitting around for ten years. It's, it's going to take a minute." <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's cool. It's not a way I've thought about the force before. It's kind of cool. Like, I haven't really thought about it like a muscle that – I think you said last week it's a muscle that if you don't exercise it, it's going to, you know, stop working for it's you. like anything. Yeah. 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 So. All right. If nothing else. All right. Well, I, um, I was pretty negative Nancy about that. To... Sorry about that. No, that's all right. <laughs> that's the point of our conversation. <laughs> um, real quick, guess, though, yeah. before before – before we move on to uh, Strange New World, um, I don't know if you yeah. saw the text from uh, from from Jamie, but I think Jamie spoiled herself. <laughs> no, she spoiled herself. Uh, she texted us For just now. Strange, strange, on, on, on Stranger Things. Oh Cause no. she wants to know it. She wants to know if it's, it's if it's relevant or just an Easter egg that Jamie Bauer plays the guy in the institution. Um, because he's listed in um, as playing Vecna. The guy in the institution. Oh, Victor Creel, the guy who plays you number mean one. Creel is also no, number one. Oh, the, oh, she, no, number one oh, she looked up and found out. Yeah, she spoiled herself. Like that's a yeah. that's a big <laughs> I'm not reveal answer- that's in episode seven. Yeah. I'm not yeah. answering her. I'm I'm just going to act like I didn't see the question. <laughs> I, I will do the same. I will do the same. We cannot answer that. So, oh, Jamie, um, Jamie, Jamie. All right. So, Strange New World. What do you think of this one? Um, you know, I, I had a lot of. I think I told you I fell asleep when I was watching it last night. I was really yeah. kind of exhausted. I I went home for the first time since my mom died, and I did some stuff at home, and I, I had one drink and crashed, fell asleep watching it. So I rewatched today. Um, but I had, like, while I was watching it, I had some feelings, like, there are parts of it that give you, like, a real Captain Kirk vibe, like hooking up with this hot woman from another mm-hmm. planet that he met a long time ago, right? Um, uh, ultimately, it's like a sad... It's the first one that has a real sad ending and, like, a futile ending. Like, there's nothing they could really do to change things, right? Um, which surprised me a little bit. I mean, it shouldn't surprise me, except that the show has been relatively upbeat and, like, what was last week was all hijinks. I mean, despite the fact that Captain Pike's always like, oh, I'm going to die, I'm going to die, I've seen my future, I'm so depressed, right? Except for that. It's been pretty light. I was a little surprised that there wasn't a a last minute. I don't know. Refuge. If this was Next Generation, Captain Picard would have like fixed that somehow in the end, right? <laughs> I, I don't. I don't dislike it that it ended that way. It just kind of surprised me. Um. um yeah. But it took a long I time to get like there, this. and it all happened in the last ten minutes. Go ahead. Yeah, I, I felt this was very Monster of the Week um, type episode. I, you know, it's funny when when the uh, the kid's father and and, and uh, the other the woman they first get there. I thought to myself, 
like he was just I was like this guy's a dick. I'm like he's being a complete and total ass. I'm like, well, I just called the guy the sperm donor the entire episode, and then you find out there's you know there's a reason he, you know you find out he's actually the good guy. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. And you know and that's and it was a very you know it turned out to be a very interesting episode. Um, in that it's there's no really good or bad guys. I mean I you know. I understand Pike's thought process and everything, and I, I and, but you know it's hard sometimes to understand somebody else's culture. I mean, we look at that like, oh my God, you've sacrificed this child. Um, now, yes, they did that. Yes, that's not something technically this, you know, our planet would never do. But at the same time, the child's accepting of it. It's their culture. So who? are the Federation to tell them their culture is wrong at the same time. You know, it's like, I mean, I immediately I'm thinking, I'm like, Spock needs to step up and be like, the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few. (laughs) (laughs) Like if this kid's sacrificing himself, if this kid's willingly sacrificing himself, saves an entire planet, then, you know, I mean, it's, it's, it's a very gray area. And I'm sure there is maybe a better way to do this. And like she even says, she's like, we don't know how to fix this because, you know, we'd like to fix it, but we don't know how because this was in place long before any of us were here. This is the ancestors, and we have no idea what they did. You know, nobody has any clue. They didn't leave directions on how to change things in the future, you know. So it, it, at the same time, I actually found that story kind of boring. <laughs> I actually found it more interesting um, and entertaining that uh, Uhura is on her security uh, rounds and she's screwing up. (laughs) I actually found that more entertaining than than the overall story. Because you're right, it was was very reminiscent of uh, an original series episode. Um, Oh, you know why? Check this out. I read online that this is based on an unused Gene Roddenberry script from the first original series. And there you go. <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> yep. Um, I read that in, um, on, uh, on Space, you know, Space has a what, Space Channel yeah. website. And I read it there that it was an unused script from the original. But it also apparently bears huge resemblance to this, like, other story by, um, I think it's an Octavia Butler story about a about a civilization that they all have a perfect life, like everything's perfect, but it's based on a single child living in abuse and squalor. And if this one child like has a horrible abusive life, everybody else is great, and some people are like, we can't live like that, right? Like this idea that do you accept it? Do you not? I mean, there was a part of there was a part of Alora. Is that her name? You know, how she used to, when Pike met her, she's like, oh, I was searching for a reason, a way to get around it, now I can't. There was a little bit like, she's like, we don't understand it. And and there's a part of me that was like, did you really cry? Like, have you tried not, (laughs) right? And have you tried not, like, did you not hook up a kid and did, like, lava actually, did did part of your planet fall, like, like, yeah. there's a part where they're taking it on faith, right? There's a part of it, like, they're so, their slogan is, like, science. It's all on faith. Service, whatever. But it's really faith. It's really not science. It's faith, right? Yeah. It's all on faith. Which is, but the funny thing is, their science is more advanced than 
some of the stuff on the Enterprise, though. You know, I mean, that kid yes. when he was having yeah. a conversation with Spock, and and the you know his, the doctor at the end there, he hooked up with uh, our doctor, and he's gonna help him, you know, maybe save his daughter. You know, so yeah. the the technology is advanced, and they, you know, so I think it's like you said, how hard did you try? Because clearly I mean, but- the technology is there. It is there because we saw it was there, but there's also, they're like, oh, we can hear that. Oh, but we can't show you or tell you or share you, <laughs> right? Like, we can't, like, we can hear that. Oh, but only if you live with us. Sorry, we're not ever going to, you know. But, yeah, we saw it. We, I mean, we saw it in the sick bay with the kid, that it's real. Um, yeah. You know, I, I think part of the point also of this was that, was how Pike would never accept it. Like, you know, I mean, right. so much of this, every episode, Pike is like, oh, I've seen my death. That's going to be horrible. But Pike would not accept a cure from that civilization, right? Like, Alora says to him, if you stay with us in 10 years, we could probably cure you. But he's so repulsed by what he's seen there. Like, he yeah. would never, he would never be like, oh, yeah, I'll take a cure from a bunch of, like, child killers, basically, right? Right. Um Exactly. And, like, no wonder they didn't join the Federation. I don't know. The Like, let me ask you about this. So they didn't join the Federation. I assume they didn't join the Federation because they don't want to tell them that their entire civilization is built on child sacrifice, right? Because then the Federation will let them Right? I guess yeah, the Federation absolutely. won't let them in. But... Like, the Federation has this big, like, first contact, no interference, no whatever. But really, to join, you have to promise to do things like not kill little kids, right? Right. I guess. Like, I guess they could never get in. Um, yeah, no. Yeah. So, Pike ends up, I don't know, let me ask you another question. Pretty much in every single episode, Pike blabs to someone that he's he's seen his death foretold, right? Um, Actually, I was a little surprised by that because who else? I thought I thought uh, Una's the only one that knows. Una knows. Alora knows. Right. Nobody else knows. Spock. Well, Alora knows now because we told it. Spock doesn't know. Not it. No. Unless, unless he unless he found out on Discovery, I don't. uh, Spock. He has not told Spock. I have not seen that unless I'm just not remembering it from Discovery. And does the girlfriend know from episode one, the girlfriend's on Earth? I, you know, in episode one, he had a woman that he was, like, shacked up with? Yeah. So that was Melanie Scrafano, the actress who, yeah. right? That was Melanie Scrafano played her, who's a pretty well-known, I mean, she's, you know, she's, I mean, is she super well-known? No, but she, she was one of Earp. She's well-known to sci-fi audiences. And I felt like casting her in that role tells me we're going to see her again. Or they just wanted to have some fun. <laughs> okay. Possible. Just, you know, yes. Quick cameo. But I guess she doesn't. Those are all about cameos. I guess, I, she I might. Like it's possible. Know. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe yeah, not a lot no. of people know. Yeah, uh, I as far as I know, only Una knows. All right, maybe I feel like he maybe he talks to Una about it every week. I feel like he talks about it every week. Maybe he always talks to Una about it. 
Um, there's definitely there's definitely been at least two episodes that him him and Una have talked about it, so maybe that's what it is. I think they're doing a good job with it. Like we just talked about how Star Wars is circling around this teen, the same ten year period, and we know what happens to all the characters. So how do we feel about that? Like we know what happens to Pike, and I think also it's going to be in twenty years that's going to happen to him, um, more than ten. And yet I feel like there's so much they can do with it. There's so much. Um, I mean, I don't like the parts where Una says, like, don't fall for it. Maybe you can change your fate. Uh, I'm like, he can't. It has to happen. It has to happen this way, right? Um, Honestly, I, think, I wish they'd stop harping on it. <laughs> yeah, you think it's distracting it's some, from you know, the show? You know, he like, I mean, the thing is, you don't know when it's going to happen. I mean, well, he, has, he has somewhat of an idea when it's going to happen because he does know those kids are cadets. Those kids right now yeah. are kids, you know? Yeah. So it's going to be within the next 10 happen. years. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's going to be within the next 10 years, 10, 11 years, 12 years. So you know there's nothing you can do about it up right now. So, I, I mean, just live live your best life. <laughs> yeah. I guess yeah. I mean, I guess he kind of just found out, sort of, within the show's timeline, so maybe he can, like, stop yeah. killing what's your, what's, what's your definition of just, what's your definition of just found out? Because he's been since okay. discovery last yep. Fair enough. It's yep, been months. He was. You're right. He was months growing a beard and having sex and being depressed. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, anyway, in the end, kind of a bummer in the end that he couldn't, like, do anything about it, but kind of. Actually, it kind of juxtaposes his situation, the end of the episode. He couldn't save that kid, and it kind of, you know, juxtaposes with his situation where he does save all these cadets, and he ends up dying. Yeah. You know, so it's interesting no good good thinking good thinking aj <laughs> and they've left so much time that i mean this show could go for years before that becomes anywhere close to happening yeah yeah we might never yeah. get to it within this show's run yeah all right the only way Anything i could else? see actually ever see the only way I could ever see this okay. happening on the show would be if they say, okay, uh, we're canceling the show. Season five is the finale. Uh, we're doing a five-year time jump. <laughs> oh, yeah. And you can't really you know, put so it past they, them. It's not unlikely. Yeah, I mean, I mean, who knows what their plans are for it because, I mean, we, don't, we know next season is the last season of Picard. Um, I don't know what they're I, – I know Discovery is coming back next year. I don't know what, you know, what their plan is, if they plan on, you know, going as long as they can. And, and, and the dynamic has changed a lot because, you know, these are strictly – this is a CBS thing, you know, with Paramount, you know. So, yeah. I mean, they – I mean, unless people stop watching these shows, I, I could see them going on forever, you know. I mean, these could yeah. – you know, I mean, it wasn't uncommon. I mean, I mean, Next Generation was, what, 11 seasons? I think Deep Space Nine was 11 seasons. I mean, there was, you know, there was uh, longevity to these shows. Uh, Voyager, I think, was seven seasons, you know. 
So well, it might be over Star for me Trek because isn't... I think I'm going to. Star Trek's not. I'm sorry. No, I was just going to say Star Trek's not. Uh, no, I'm sorry. I was just going to say Star Trek's, um, you know, it, it's not unusual for Star Trek shows to go on a long time. That's all I was going to say. Well, yeah, you're right. They do go on a long time, and they, I mean, Star Trek has done a good job of these shows are related and similar, but also standalone, right? They're not like, right. again, we talk about Star Wars, and they're like rehashing the same few people yeah. and the same IP, whereas Star Trek, like every crew and every ship is set in a different timeline, or they get like, they get whooped through a, whooped is blooped, they get blooped through a, uh, you know, portal or whatever to a different quadrant and or they go forward in time in hundred years. Um, they're really kind of great about not about opening up new horizons for themselves to write. Yeah. But it might be over for me because I think I'm going to cancel Paramount because it just costs too much for me to only watch Star Trek. I, uh, I, I don't pay for Paramount. <laughs> I got a free year <laughs> through, uh, through Sprint. Well, I got an almost free year. I got 18 months for like $20 or something like that. Jamie found this amazing. By Jamie found, we joined a sports betting website, Sportsline. We joined Sportsline, and then we immediately uh-huh. canceled, and they're like, you can have one year for nine ninety nine or whatever. And my year my year is ending, so I'm not sure I can. Gotcha. I can. I don't want to pay nine a month well, to watch one show. No. Right. No, I, I honestly, that's about. Yeah, that's pretty much all I watch. Yeah. Yeah, it's I don't plan on uh, right? renewing it. When I, I have other avenues, I don't plan on renewing it when, once it's up. Which I don't even know when my year is no. up. <laughs> I don't remember when I started. Mine. Mine is up at the end of July, so I, I can get through this show, and then I'm going to have to cancel it. I just can't pay nine nine, and it's even nine even through Amazon. It's still nine ninety nine a month. Yeah, it's a lot to watch one show. So we'll see, but we'll get through this series anyway. Sorry, sorry, podcast yep. to threatened to quit, but <laughs> it might happen. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess uh, until next week. We'll finish up Stranger Nothing Things new. with Jamie, who, who spoiled herself. Poor Jamie. <laughs> we'll finish you, it, though. but then we'll just, have a we'll, we'll just have a two-week break until it comes back July 9th, I think. No, July 1st. Oh, July 1st? Oh, yeah. All right. So yeah, by next week, we'll only 1st. have it. Yeah. Only two weeks. Yeah, we'll have a week All break, right. and then. No, yep. All right. That's cool. All right. All right, well, you have a great week then. You too, Karen. Thank you, Podcast Land, for listening to us. And uh, until next week, good night. <laughs>